The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell. And I'm joined by Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. Last week, we talked about the differences between secured and unsecured loans. Mm-hmm. What will we, what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, well, with Independence Day, 4th of July, just around the corner here, I thought it would be fun to kind of focus our conversation today on financial independence ah, there in celebration. Go of Independence Day, right? Okay, two things to celebrate if you're able to reach financial independence. Yes, absolutely. Um, Before we dig too deep into the details of how today, um, I think it's important that we talk about what does independence mean exactly. So independence just is the ability to make your own decisions and live the way you choose to live. It's as simple as that. And when it comes to financial independence, right? It's about having that level of freedom. Um, and it can, I don't know, sometimes that can feel like ha- a little bit of an unachievable dream, sure. right? And when you think about it, like, well, especially when I, you're starting out. Yes. Yes. But you can get there. There are ways to do it. Um, and lots of people do. Um, so we're really going to kind of focus today is talking about what financial independence means and then kind of cover some of the good money moves that you can start making to really achieve financial independence for yourself. Excellent topic and very timely. I guess we okay. should start with the basics, of course. What is financial independence? Yeah, so kind of think about it this way. If you've ever wished that you didn't have to work anymore or that you thought about retiring really early in life and if and that sounded like the way you wanted to go about living that is you dreaming of financial independence. Every Monday. Yes. <laughs> and Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, and no, Thursday. it usually, usually wears <laughs> off after Monday and then I'm pretty good. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, so financial independence is it's the status of having enough income to pay your living expenses for the rest of your life without having to be employed or dependent on others for income in some way. So essentially, um, the most common sense of this term is that someone has enough wealth to live on as they wish for the rest of their life without having to work. Lofty goal. Yeah, lofty goal. And we all wish we could be there someday. I mean, that's ultimately the goal of retirement, after all. Yeah. Um, But, you know, in short, it's really being able to do whatever you want with your life without having to worry about money. Um, So... I mean, for many, becoming financially financially independent can mean really the end of that mandatory work or semi-early retirement. And there's actually been a growing movement in financial independence. It's often retured, referred to as financial independence, retire early, or the acronym FIRE. Okay. And the FIRE movement is... It's a financial movement, right, defined really by frugality and extreme savings and investing. Um, And this method encourages you to be saving up to 70% of your income 
Whoa. And we've talked in, yeah, we've talked in the past about saving 10% of your income and you're doing pretty good. So this, it's huge. Like when I'm talking frugality, people are really so if watching a, what they spend. The young people who are doing this, I, I wanna, mm-hmm. they think they're going to be done working by 40 or earlier. I mean, that's... You're saving seventy yeah. percent. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it, like serious early retirement is what they're what they're aiming for, and there have been a, a handful of people that have achieved that. Okay, um, so it is it is possible. It just depends on how committed you are to it and how much you're willing to sacrifice now to get there later, right? And, so and they did this without winning the lottery. I take it. Correct. Okay. Correct. Yeah. So in this this fire movement um, was really born out of a book that was published back in 1992. So this idea has been around for a while, but it it has since recently kind of regained momentum. Um, And it's a book called Your Money or Your Life, written by Vicki Robin and Joe Dominguez. Okay. And yeah. So the way you describe it, if you you know ultra early retirement, you you probably have to continue living very a very frugal lifestyle for how many years you have left if yeah to stretch it out that long oh my goodness yeah or well and we'll get into this later or come up with um passive or portfolio oh yeah um income streams where you're not actively having to do much with it but that's we'll talk about that more later in the show okay you know i i just want to point out that i the 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 fire movement is a very extreme version of sure. financial independence, um, and I think a, a more realistic way to view this is really just the ability to live more or less as you want within reasonable limits. Um, it may not mean the absolute freedom to never work another day in your life, but it could just as easily mean that you have the financial stability about you to be able to quit a bad job, go back to school if you want, start a new, start a new business without major financial sacrifice on your part. Live your dreams. Um, yeah, you can live your dreams without having to worry about um, what happens in, when life throws these curveballs at you or you know, something you can't take advantage of an opportunity because you don't have the right amount of money saved up um, and kind of ultimately just help you avoid going into debt over little things. Okay. So once again, the very common themes, <laughs> savings and no debt. Yeah. That's that. <laughs> so financial independence. Well, I, sounds like something I'd like to be, you know, get there mm-hmm. sooner than later, actually. How do we get to that level of freedom? Yeah. So, like achieving most financial goals, the first step is really going to be able to gain control over your money. So that means, you know, getting control of your money is as simple as spending less than you earn in most cases, which I understand. I say that and it sounds like, well, duh, but (laughs) it can feel really difficult. Um, And some people definitely prefer to bury their heads in the sand when it comes to your spending and facing that can be really scary but you have to do it yeah in order to gain any kind of financial control um and the really the best way to begin gaining control over your spending is through the process of budgeting um so and again this is one of those topics where people kind of roll their eyes and goes, oh, budget. Oh, no, I don't want to do that. Right. But 
it, it doesn't have to be as scary or as difficult no. as you've probably led yourself to believe it is, right? So it's really easy. You s- simply start by listing out your income and versus your expenses. Yep. And if your expenses are more than your income, you're spending too much. And you need to find a way to cut back and eliminate as much as possible. And that's just the um, very basic starting point. Right. Which is enough to get right. you going, right? Take that first step. It, that's as simple as it has to be to get yep. you taking that first step. And I guarantee you, once you start looking at it that way, you're going to go, oh, well, this isn't really what I wanted to be spending my money on. I really want to be spending my money on this, or I really want to be working towards saving for this. Um, but honestly, um, and I'm kind of going to put the pressure on here in the case of working towards true financial independence, even if you're breaking even income versus expenses, you're spending too much because the ultimate goal is to save as much money as you possibly can as quickly as you can. Yep. You're never going to get there at all ever unless you save. Yeah. Significant savings. Um, so really what you need to do to get started with all of this and kind of take that next step is then to look at every expense you have and make the decision between three categories, really. So look at your expenses and look at them and sort them out between is it essential and it absolutely can't be reduced, right? Think of your fixed payments. You've got to have a place to live. If you owe money on a car, you have to make that payment. You're not unless you sell the car, but then how are you going to get to work? So there's so things that are essential. Yeah, you can't really do much about it. They are what they are. Then there's the second category, which is it's a needed expense, but you could probably find ways to reduce it. So we're talking about variable expenses here. So things like groceries, utilities in some cases, how much gas you're using. Um, Those things are to a degree within your control. So find ways to reduce those things. And then look at the third category, which is really... Fun this stuff. is really not, yeah, the f- discretionary, the wants, right? It's, right. it's not, it's not needed. It's you're spending money on it and it's not getting you to where you want to be ultimately financially in life. Get rid of it. Um, and again, remembering that the ultimate goal we're talking about here is financial independence, which is huge. Those huge things thing. can be in the future. Right. Once so, you get this all under control. Exactly. Exactly. So I've um, done all that. I've yeah. written out my th- list here of the three different categories. What do I do next? Yeah. So once you've kind of gone through this process, um, you'll you'll really know where your budget stands. And you'll have a really good understanding of what you have a little more control over versus what you have no control over, um, which is all about, you know, helping you understand gain and gaining control over your money, right, as knowing what you can and can't control in the first place. So remember, though, that if your goal is to become financially independent, then you're likely going to have to cut back on all the frills that are currently in your budget, like we we talked about. Um, You'll never spend your way into wealth, I like to say. Um, And there's a lot of tools out there that can help you get started with this kind of first step. 
um, in gaining control over your spending. Um, First Alliance specifically, you know, we provide free tools on our website that can help you accomplish a lot of these things. Um, if you're a member already, we have that My Money tool in our online yes. banking platform. That's free. It helps you create a budget, categorize your expenses. It, look, it can help you kind of compare month to month. It can help you set some savings goals, all kinds of cool stuff available in that free tool. Um, if you're not a member yet, and but you're still looking for resources to help you get started with track spending and, and working on a budget. We do have free budgeting works, worksheets and calculators in our online resource center that can help you kind of start mapping out your finances. Yep. Get started. That's the important thing. Yeah. Firstlinescu.com. We're talking about financial independence today on Good Money Moves, getting there. And we'll return with more with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Financial independence, the topic today on Good Money Moves. Jenna Tobble's here with First Alliance Credit Union. We've talked about budgeting, the obvious first step. What's the what's step number two for financial independence? Yeah, so the next step is going to be focusing on your debts, paying them off specifically. (laughs) So you should really use the the budgeting exercise um, that we just talked about as an opportunity to really gain a better view of your debt situation as well. Um, So the the two processes kind of go hand in hand, spending and debt, unfortunately. Um, You're never going to be financially independent if you have debt. That's just the way it is. And this includes your mortgage, by the way. A lot of times we say, oh, don't worry so much about the mortgage. That's good debt. But in the case of financial independence, you want to own your home free and clear. So um, so how do you go about really organizing your debt and creating this payoff plan? Um, again, it's, it's a pretty simple process that can be very eye-opening um, and kind of empower you to gain, to gain that control that you're looking for. So start by listing out your debts. And this includes things for, you know, debts like credit cards, personal loans, auto loans, student debt. If you have payday loans or medical debts, list it all out, every, all of it, and include the, you know, the conditions of each debt. So the balances you owe, the minimum monthly payment you have to make, interest rates, how, you know, is it a term loan? How long do you have to pay it off in? Um, So once you've kind of organized your debts and made this list, you're going to want to um, determine how to get these paid off as quickly as possible. Um, And there's kind of, I mean, there's a lot of different strategies out there that you can look at and decide which one is going to work best for you. But two of the you know most common ones that people tend to use and find success with um, is first focusing on paying off the debts with the highest interest rates first, right? So this, the idea behind this one is that it's going to save you the most money on interest. So you're not paying as much interest over time. Um, And then the second kind of strategy that people tend to go for is focusing on the debts with the lowest balances first. And the reason that this one is so effective is because it really 
helps you to feel like you're making progress very quickly because if you can pay off mm-hmm. that credit card that only has a couple hundred dollars on it in a couple, you know, a month or two, that feels really good and gives you the momentum you need to start tackling those larger and larger debts. So much of this is psychological. Oh, it is. And when you do it what is. you just mentioned, which I'm a big proponent of, mm-hmm. you know, it's Dave Ramsey snowball payment plan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done it. I did it. And what yeah. the, the psychological boost you get by scratching that one off the list, yeah. it really uh, it really gives you the uh, the motivation you need to move forward. It, yeah. Oh, it does. It does. Yeah. It's a it's a fantastic method. It um, may not be I think, mathematically the right one, but psychologically it is. Yeah. And sometimes that's more important. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> um, but re- I mean, really, whichever one you choose to start with, um, the, the point here is that you're making more than the minimum payment on that first debt that you choose to focus on. Right. And mm-hmm then you continue to pay the minimum payments on the rest of those debts until that first one is paid off in full. And then you take that and roll all that money into that from that first one that you're paying off into the next one. And then the next one until all of your debt is paid off. And this is a very effective way to tackle your debt very quickly. Um, and then you can ultimately, you're just coming one step closer to financial freedom. So instead of, you know, paying off your debt in six years, maybe you're able to pay it off in four. Or three. You know, or three or, you know, yeah. whatever you're well, able to, to do. So, the, you know, the paying off the debt, the, the best one was when you actually get it done. And you yes. pay off the last one. The second, the best part was when you have that monster payment that you've built up by doing the snowball to apply to the last debt, which happens to be your largest debt, and watch yeah. how quickly it disappears because you're making this supersized payment. Yes. And, and then all that so money good. you have <laughs> available to you when it's all paid off, all of a sudden you have an extra $1,000 in your budget yeah. somewhere. <laughs> it is pretty incredible. It, it, it is. To stick through it, yeah. So gain control over your spending with a budget. Pay off mm-hmm. your debts. Mm-hmm. I imagine there's something else. Might start with an S, but... Is there another step to financial independence? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So really the third step, if you will, is going to be find a way to increase your income. Oh, okay. Yeah. So because, you know, when we're talking about financial independence, the goal is to become financially independent as quickly as possible. And so sometimes that means that you're going to have to start making a little more cash Um, because sometimes cutting the fat isn't enough to get you where you want to be. You're going to need to add extra money into your budget somehow. Now we talked, um, at length about a variety of ways that you can kind of go about increasing your income. We talked in episode 62, we talked about the different types of income. So there's active, passive, and portfolio. Um, so just to kind of recap to increase your active income, right? Which is basically your paycheck from your employer. There's a couple of things you can do to try to increase that. So you can ask for a raise. You're probably going to average, you know, if, if you're granted a raise, you'll probably get one between three and 5% increase. That's the average. You can change jobs and try to obtain a higher wage that way. If you do that, you can typically expect if you do it well, between 15 and 20% increase your income. So that, again, that's another great opportunity to boost that income coming in. Um, third, you could get a second job if the other two options aren't going to 
work out for you for whatever reason. Um, do a little bit of moonlighting until you get your debt paid off or until you hit your savings goals, you know, whatever it would be. So a couple different things you can do to really increase your active income. Yeah. Moonlight, um, especially when you're young, it's a lot more mm-hmm. common than people think. It is. I mean, I've heard of, you know, CEOs of companies who drive Ubers in the evening just for extra cash. Like, I mean, every there's ways to do it and there's nothing wrong with doing it either. Um, and you don't have to do it for the rest of your life. That's the right. one thing I always want you know, this is a temporary thing. This, you shouldn't have to work two jobs your entire life. It, this, it's, you should use it to really boost your income for the short term to meet your goals quickly. So uh, the second type of income that I mentioned, the passive income. So this is another really great option for boosting your earning potential. But passive um, doesn't mean no work involved at all, uh, as you would like to think it does. (laughs) There actually tends to be a lot of work involved up front before the money really starts flowing freely and, and becoming truly passive. So some examples of the of passive income activities um, would be things like having rental properties, um, creating digital content through YouTube or blogging, and then you kind of get the ad revenue from those um, royalties or licensing fees for work that you've done. A lot of times photographers will have these types of fees that are built in or, or authors. Um, so... There's a lot of work up front involved in these types of things to really get them to a point where they're generating income for you. But once they're rolling, typically they're established and there's not as much work that needs to be put into the ongoing maintenance of them. Unless you're talking about rental properties, in which case that's another thing. Passive. Those can be somewhat less than passive, but (laughs) it's a it's not necessarily a full time job either that you're having an employer write a paycheck to you. So that's the difference there. Self-employed a bit. Okay. And I imagine if you have investments like stocks, that's passive. Well, that would be more portfolio income. So this is that third option I was talking about for increasing your income. So, I mean, you could consider it passive as well. I think that um, just depends on how um, nitty gritty you want to be, but there are differences, especially when it comes to taxes. So just keep that in mind too. But portfolio income, um, it just means investing. So you're earning income through interest, dividends, capital gains, you know, things like that. And it needs to be said that investing can be very risky if you're not well informed. So there are a lot of people who lose a lot of money playing the investment game, but there's also a lot of people who are well informed and take the time to do it well and they build up a nice nest egg through making really smart investments so it's just before you jump straight into investing just make sure that you are um, researching first and that maybe there you know there's a lot of different platforms out there don't just jump on the first thing you see and throw all of your savings at it like start small very small like a hundred dollars if you can here and there and try to get a, a solid feel for it but Um, really the point here is that if your goal is financial independence, then having money is what you really need to focus on. And that, which typically means bringing in a sizable amount of income in a very short period of time, which is why we're talking about things like second jobs, passive income, investing. These are how you can kind of fast track your goal of financial independence. Okay. It is financial independence being the topic today. And we'll continue in just a moment on 
Good Money Moves, News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Jenna Tubbles here. I'm Andy Brownell. We've got, we only have a few minutes left in the show. We're talking about financial independence. What else, Jenna, what else does somebody need to know about this topic? Yeah, so I think the last thing I want to bring up is and kind of note is that we ca- we talked about these things that you can do in a series of steps um, that you can take, but realistically, you should really be working on these somewhat simultaneously, right? So you should be working towards reducing your spending, paying off your debt, and increasing your income to be financially independent at the same time. Um, And I would also like to point out that all that extra money that you'll hopefully end up with after going through this process is not for spending frivolously. (laughs) (laughs) It's intended to be saved and used to build more wealth over time that you will eventually be able to live off of. So don't nickel and dime it away just because you saved, you know, a couple thousand dollars. That's not, that's not the point of this. So, um, you're also probably going to have to continue living somewhat semi frugally, um, in your lifestyle so that you can maintain your financial independence and not fall back into old habits that kept you from being financially independent before. Um, so just because you've, you've met your goal doesn't mean you can all of a sudden go out and buy, you know, the most expensive car in the world. You're still going to want to be realistic with your spending, even once you've hit that financial independence mark. Um, and this is not going to happen overnight. Um, you need to expect that this process can take several years to get really get to that ultimate goal of financial independence. But once you're there, all that hard work will be well worth it. There you go. That sums it up really well. It'll be well worth it. Fantastic information, of course, about good money moves, Jenna. And um, as always, <laughs> we've kind of just scratched the surface of the topic. I imagine that I can go to a certain location on the interwebs to learn more. Absolutely. I always encourage our listeners to visit firstalliancecu.com. Get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice every week. Um, I mentioned a couple past episodes in this show. Um, you can find those and listen to those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, Spotify, and TuneIn podcasting services. Plus, I mentioned some free financial tools um, that were available. You can find those and download those um, at firstalliancecu.com slash resource dash center. That's where you can find the budgeting calculator, a debt consolidation calculator, goals, worksheets, things like all kinds of content out there for you to, to help you start making some good money moves. Excellent. But yeah, I definitely encourage you, though. It, if you're getting started on this financial independence journey to meet with one of our advisors at First Alliance, they will get you pointed in the right direction. To make good money moves, as we like to say. One step closer. Yes, yes. Okay. Well, Jenna, we will chat with you again next week about another good money move. Absolutely. Thanks so much. And, of course, this is Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.